You are listening to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss our RC adventures. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast, where we discuss the ups and downs of the new RC Flyer. Join your hosts, Michael and Jay, as they take flight at the park. Now on with the show. Hello, everybody. I'm Michael from Arizona. Welcome to the Park Flyer Podcast. With me today is... A.K. Mike. And we are at the Holly Springs Wings Over Springs. I think it's Wings Over Springs, right? Here in Holly Springs, yeah. North Carolina. And actually, I thought I was going to be doing this announcement. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, so uh, first things first, uh, I think we're introducing our YouTube channel. Uh, Jay and I hopped the flight, came out to surprise A.K. Mike, Doug, and the rest of the guys here at Holly Springs. And, yeah, we uh, videotaped the whole thing, so we got everybody's face uh, on, and uh, it's been pretty exciting. So we are here for the event. We're pretty exciting. I think AK Mike is uh, excited that we're here as well. Oh so. yeah, I just I just texted him last night. Wish you guys were going to be here. Yeah, we sure were enough. trying to keep it secret, and I had to uh, enlist the help of Nick Turner. Uh, he helped me uh, kind of sneak in uh, the gate and uh, and get here without uh, pointing the fingers at everybody. Yeah, that's so. good. It was good. Well, today is the start of the event, and uh, with us uh, is Doug. Good morning, Doug Leroy, and uh, you were on the last uh, podcast with us, kind of promoting the event. But uh, get us started. Tell us what's uh, on the agenda for today. So this is our third uh, annual charity fly-in, uh, supporting Meg Smile Foundation here in Holly Springs. Um, it's a, uh, a great day to, today in North Carolina. We've got uh, clear blue skies. Uh, it's not too hot, and. The important thing is it won't be as humid as it's been uh, the last couple weeks, so that'll be good. I don't know. From the look of your shirt, it looks pretty humid. Man. <laughs> I'm just trying to get ready for when the media comes out to look gotcha. as ripe as I can. Gotcha. There uh, you go. Yeah, make a good impression. Right? And so you feel relaxed? Oh, yeah, I'm completely relaxed. He's drenched. You're drenched, yeah. yeah. Completely drenched. Well, I'll tell you what. I Being from Arizona, I'm not – I'm not used to the humidity, so I'm I'm dying here too. You know, so like I told Jay, I was like, "Wow, man, I am hot." <laughs> it is it is pretty muggy. So uh, it looks like you got a bunch of tents set up over here um, at the other end of the park. You got some FPV guys going on. Yep, we got uh, at one end of our park. We got FPV drone racing, multi GP event going on. They've got some uh, first, second, third place awards. So they'll be doing race qualifiers and heats all day and. Very cool. um, the public will start showing up about 10 a.m. today, uh, so we've got uh, shade tents for them, picnic tables. We got a food truck coming. Looking for a good day. Yeah, we are looking for a good day, and uh, we're happy to be here. You looked pretty surprised when we walked I up. I am too. still <laughs> completely <laughs> flabbergasted, speechless, or whatever the words are. Um, that was I don't awesome. Know. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah, you know, it was total. Total mind twist. Good. Well, we uh, we were able to uh, pull it off then, so we're happy about that. Oh, yeah, it's good so. stuff. And, Mike, you bought some, You brought an airplane to fly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I brought my fun racer. Good. I'm excited. I think today is going to be the day you launch it inverted, I think. Yeah, right? I think that's what I'm going to try to do. <laughs> that, that, I might call it crash it inverted. I don't know. No, we'll we'll just see what happens. Inverted. That paint scheme looks awesome. It yeah. does, doesn't it? It. I mean, it's like you airbrushed it or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, that's right. How did right. you do that? How did you do that? Uh, you yeah. already talked about that. Already. Yeah, I, I did. That. That's, yeah. Right. that's funny. Well, uh, it's going to be a good day today. We're excited to meet uh, a lot of the uh, members of the uh, Holly Springs Radio Control Society. We've met some so far, and uh, I think Jay's out running around. We'll have to get him uh, introduced here shortly. But, man, we're excited. Let's have a good day today. Well, you know, I, I just want to say real quick, it was kind of cool because we're Doug Puttis is right next to the Hangar 18. That's true. And then more importantly, for me anyway, is the – the, the 
to fix it doctors what flight, do doctors. Uh, flight, flight doctors, doctors. Flight yeah. doctors. Yeah. and i said i said what do you guys do what, what is flight doctors and he goes well if you crash it we fix it I was there like, you go all right <laughs> he's right up our alley yeah, that's and he's perfect. right next door that's perfect but, for me but yeah. today the rule is if you crash it we need evidence because there's a hard luck award we're giving away at three o'clock this afternoon and you got to be in the running if they fix your plane then it's it's back you know game on again right? anybody right. who knows me knows i'm competitive and so i'm going to be going for that going hard for luck it. award. going for yeah. the hard luck award and try it or not i'm going to get it i think the other kind of surprise uh is there was a door up a pilot raffle or some kind of a, what was it, a door prize, right, that you put a tickets in to different? Yeah, so actually, so we do a special thing at this event called a pilot's choice raffle. Okay. So you buy, we sell tickets 30 for $30, and you basically separate your tickets, and, and we have 16 prizes, and they're okay. all numbered, and that's actually the draw order. So we do it from, you know, least expensive to most expensive. Very nice. And uh, you can now choose which of those prizes you would like to be I like this in the running to win. That is a good it's idea. A really good so idea. if you don't want the uh, little you know charging bag because you've got like 20 of them <laughs> and you want something nicer like a charger, we got a couple chargers that you put your tickets there. You could dump all 30 in there if you want to. That's very, very cool. Now, so. there's something I want to keep secret is that what I did is I opened up all the jars where there are already tickets and I dumped, and them, dumped them onto them one of them <laughs> and then I just put my tickets in a couple of them. So, so. it's the honor system. We yeah, didn't tape them well, down. There you, you know, go. Okay. Well, now if Mike wins it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mike wins it, you know it. You know it was, uh, yeah, that's what happened. So a pre-registration, uh, you get a little goodie bag, right? And yeah. uh, you got something in your goodie bag, I think. I did, yeah. I think it's a Gen 6 battery or something. Yeah, I think I, so. Yeah, check that out. Yeah, yep, 2200 battery. It's yeah. perfect. Just what I need. So Doug uh, basically told me that was uh, his, uh, what, how'd you say it? It was your it, premonition. It's it's our density. Our, de- our density. Our de- our I love it. Density. You know, from like the back to the Yeah, future. I did. No, that's beautiful. It is, it is, it is my, my density. density. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Definitely. Because I literally put, you know, all the pre-registrants, and you're one of the pre-registrants mm-hmm. in there, and I did the random, I had to, like, oh, what's the Excel function for random number generator, you know, right. the drawing prizes, and I did it, ordered it, and it turned out that you <laughs> randomly won what else but a, a 2200 3S22. Everybody knows. That's the one I flat. I know. The other cool thing about this particular, it came from Venom. Uh, has extra connectors. Yeah, so you can connect so, it to anything. And, and so that was kind of cool. Like, in a, they're adapters. So right. I was like, wow, that's a really good deal. There you go. Yeah. That's graphene. That's a nice that a graphene. Oh, it's graphene, too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So well, that's a really nice I'm really battery. feeling good about exactly. it. Exactly. That'll make this little thing really fly. I think that won't go in his luggage back. I think FAA's got a problem with that. I don't <laughs> I think they'll leave that here. <laughs> they I may, but we'll I'm going to risk it. <laughs> I'm going to risk it. Well, we're excited to be here. We really appreciate you hosting us. Uh, we yeah, are really. looking for a really great event, and uh, I know that the pilots are excited. The airplanes are great looking. They've already uh, started flying some helicopters, and I think the F-22 is out flying. Yeah, so I saw it already. We're, uh, we're really excited, and we appreciate uh, a lot that uh, you've given us a now place you, to what's your What are you expecting count-wise? I, mean, I think you said something to me earlier about this being the only Labor Day weekend event that's going on or something. So I, I wanted to... I knew we were the only event scheduled this weekend in North Carolina flying event, but we're actually the there are no other events in the entire District Four AMA District Four. Wow! Wow! Um, this weekend, this is crazy. I know. So, uh, and it's perfect. This is the best. This is our third year, so we've only had two previous years, but this is the best weather we've had yet for this. And uh, like I said, the past two years there was a, another flying that was out towards the coast. So, like I told, you know, we did our marketing kind of from Raleigh West, um, just to be fair to other clubs mm-hmm. that are doing things, but we opened it up this year. I haven't done any count at the table, but I'm expecting an attendance record this Good. year. Yeah, we're wow, excited so about it. That's great. Um, you know, speaking of weather, uh, we need to put a shout-out to our listeners down in Florida because they're uh, having to deal with yeah. the hurricane yeah. today, yeah. and we wish them the best of luck. I know Houston was, you know, a couple of years back, and 
you know, we got some listeners that yep. reached out to us. So if you're in Florida listening to this, just know that up here in Hun- Holly Springs is a beautiful blue, <laughs> blue sky day, and we're thinking about you. <laughs> yeah, so. we're thinking about you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So actually, you know, dump all your stuff there. Yeah, come up come here up today north. and, yeah. and fly, Go now. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So of course, you'll hear this late. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You'll hear this uh, next Tuesday, I guess. But it, was, so. but it was good advice at the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, how about we hit the flight line and, uh, Can't and wait. go fly? Let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's fly. Perfect. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Park Fire Podcast. Uh, with us is Jim Wosley. You're with the Meg Smiles Foundation. Correct? That's correct. All right. And uh, we got Jay. Hey. Welcome here. to the Park Guys. <laughs> <laughs> we did an intro earlier with Mike, so uh, Jay was out uh, harassing other members, I think. So, Well, tell us a little bit about uh, Meg Smiles and, uh, and how you guys are connected to this event. Sure. Yeah. So uh, Meg Smile Foundation started um, early in 2011 after the unfortunate uh, death of my little girl, Meg. Meg was seven years old um, when she was diagnosed with an inoperable brain tumor um, in February of 2010. Wow. And as you could imagine, it's every parent's nightmare. Nightmare, Um, You know, just relatively speaking, our family never had to go through any type of uh, what I would call major serious illness, even through our extended family. And here we got this news about our daughter who was in... Just loving life. I mean, she's such a happy-go-lucky little girl. You know, she loved to play sports and loved to dance and just loved to be goofy and sure. have a great time. And uh, so in February, we got that news. And, um, you know, they told us that, unfortunately, she'd probably have about a year to live. So we, as you could imagine, like any parents would do, we uh, went on living life the best we absolutely could for, sure. for her and, and doing as many things as possible to make her happy. And Um, You know, as we went through uh, that journey with Meg, what we saw was so many people that were just incredibly kind to us right here in the immediate area, but also really throughout the country. Sure. And um, Meg's Meg's battle in the, in the first half, um, you know, she she got some treatment. She was doing really good, but it was the second half of her journey that uh, things really kind of went downhill for her. And um, when we would ultimately lose her in January of 2011, um, we were. Uh, distraught as you can imagine and um we in december of the year prior right before she had passed we were in rhode island seeking some last ditch treatment and um a foundation came in and they really really picked meg's spirits up when we were away from home it was snowy as heck up in rhode island as you can imagine and uh, that really stuck with us and so um you know meg you know in her last uh few weeks she asked if we would ever forget her uh, oh, she knew that right. we, right. And yeah, so um, this was our way to keep Meg's legacy alive. And we started this foundation kind of drawing off that experience we had in Rhode Island. Sure. Uh, and, and we named it in her honor, Meg Smile Foundation. And what we wanted to do was basically what that foundation did for us was just give kids um, a nice day or, you know, possibly a nice week, maybe at the beach, whatever, right. or whatever would bring a kid's uh, spirits up. Uh, we wanted to do that. And being in our location here in Raleigh, North Carolina area, um, you know, we, we've got, we're the home to kind of a lot of really world-class facilities here at UNC Children's yep. Hospital, right. Duke Children's Hospital. So mm-hmm. we thought we could make an impact here in the local area. What our mission is, is we service uh, children uh, who are either treated or reside in the state of North Carolina. So there's a lot of people that actually come to Duke and UNC and, and other mm-hmm. facilities here in the state from outside of the state, kind of like we did in Rhode Island, right. from North Carolina to Rhode Island. So we thought that was important, you know, helping kids that might be far away from home mm-hmm. uh, to give them a pick-me-up as well. Right. Another unique, th- unique thing about Meg Smile Foundation is uh, early on we found out that uh, most uh, foundations that administer to children really have a hard stop at 18. 
And what we were finding out is kids have been battling for a very, very long time. And a lot of times those battles carry them, you know, from when they were a young child through, you know, early adulthood. Sure. So we will do something for what we still call children uh, up until their 26th birthday. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Yeah, and we've actually been able to help quite a few kids in that demographic, 18 to 26, if you will. So uh, we we love doing it. We're a 100% volunteer organization, and uh, we all do it in our spare time, but we've grown pretty good. The RC community has been great. The Holly Springs Skyhawks have been wonderful with us, (laughs) and uh, that's why we're able to do what we can do. Well, I know uh, Doug speaks really highly of you. We've promoted uh, Make Smiles on the podcast several times. Yeah. Uh, If someone wants to donate, they can go to where? They can go to our website. It's www.megsmile.org. That's the easiest way. There's a donate button up there, and we have all kinds of information about what we do, the varied nature of the smiles that we do for children. You could also go to our Facebook page at Meg Smile Foundation and find out a whole lot more information. And we have a whole lot of information about our flying today, so wings over strength, so we're really excited about it. We're uh, we're excited to be here, and we're happy you're here. And, man, it's a great foundation. We... uh, we wish you the best of luck, and, man, it's uh, fantastic to have you on the podcast. Appreciate it, Mike. Thanks yeah. for coming in. Thank you very yeah, much. Okay. appreciate Great it. Great seeing you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, All right. Thanks. Thanks. Awesome. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. We had with us one of the youngest pilots out here. Uh, his name's Joey. And so, Joey, we're here today. What do you think? Uh, this is amazing. There's so <laughs> many cool planes here. Yeah? Which one do you like the best? Uh, probably the P-51 at the other end of the field. Yeah. It's uh, you fly electrics? Uh, yeah, I only fly electrics. Okay, well that's well, good. Yeah, uh, man, yeah, 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 yeah. So how old are you? I'm 11. All right. And how long have you been flying? Since I was like four. So. Ooh, okay. Four. So this guy's got some experience. He does have some experience. What did you fly for? What was your first uh, airplane? Uh, probably the Sport Cub S. Yeah. Rising Hobby. Okay. Did you like that? Uh, yeah, it's a good plane. I had it for a couple of years. Had it. What happened to it? Someone else crashed it. Oh. Well, the good news is it wasn't you that crashed it, though, right? Yeah. Oh. They said if I could fly it, they could fly it. Then they took the controls and they crashed it. Oh, oh. no. That doesn't sound too cool. Well, yeah. What do, yeah. What do you fly now? Uh, the Turbo Timber. Okay. That's another uh, Horizon airplane, right? Yep. You seem to like those Horizon airplanes, yeah. don't you? <laughs> and then how would you get this one? There's an interesting story about that, right? Um, well, I fly at Dorothea Dix a lot, mm-hmm. and I met a guy named Andre, and... I only met him, I only saw him there like four times, and he bought me the Turbo Timber. Very nice. So he saw you fly, right? Yeah. And then he uh, turned around and bought you a a Timber to go fly. Yeah. That's awesome. And I do like crazy stunts with some of my other planes, like the um, UMX E-Flight Ceres SR22T. Yeah. And I flew inverted, like really close to the ground, and... So he bought me the Turbo Timber because he was impressed by my flying. Excellent. Excellent. That's always yeah. good. Very so, nice. yeah. so what are your plans for the future? Uh, fill my house with planes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I can tell you, I know how that is. I have so many. I've moved into every room. There's an airplane in every room in my house. So there you go. There's a goal to hit, right? Oh, and yeah. the garage. Oh, yeah. And my trailer. <laughs> well, what uh, what brings you out today? You just uh, Did you know somebody here at uh, Holly Springs? At the uh, the Skyhawks um, group? Some that my mom works with came here. Uh-huh. Like he told us about it. So they, they told you and you wanted to come and hang out, huh? Yeah. I'm but not you, flying. But you're not flying. You're just supporting everybody, right? Yeah, I'm just watching. All right. Wow. Well, okay. So uh, are you uh, fly mostly in the park or you have a big field? Have you ever flown anything bigger than the timber? Uh, the timber is probably the biggest thing I've flown. Right. right. 
Well, you'll have, you'll uh, eventually get into bigger airplane. I guarantee it because it happens to the best of us. <laughs> so, is there is there a type of plane that you like that that you like to fly or that you want to fly? I mean, I want to get a remote control P fifty one. That's my favorite warbird. Yeah. Okay. They're kind of fun. Actually, uh, Jay here uh, had one of those. Yeah, but it met uh, an untimely demise mm, thanks to a broken servo. <laughs> yep, ruined That's the whole thing. We were just cruising it around, and the servo head came loose, and the plane on the aileron and whoop, just pow. went right in. That's not good. Pieces. Nope. And it was a big airplane, like a 60-inch, all balsa wood. It was really wow. nice. It was uh, brought a tear to my eye. Let me yeah, tell you, Tuskegee Airman. He was about to hand me the controls. I was. I went in. So if I'd been 30 seconds. Earlier, I would have had a new plane. Yeah, because I, I would have been flying it, and I would have been crashing. Instead oh, of I guess you have to buy me a new plane. <laughs> Shucks. Well, uh, are you, you're hanging out with us all day? Are you going to do any uh, um, FPV flying down there? They have some goggles you can put on, I well, think. I'm not going to fly them, but I've looked through the goggles. Yeah, do you like that? Yeah. yeah. I have um, an E-Chine Blue Shark FPV drone. It's micro. Oh, yeah. You fly it around the house? Yeah. Perfect. So uh, what's, what's the best? What, what flying do you like to do the most? Uh, well, I'm recently, like, I started liking FPV, but mm. I think I still like planes more. Yeah. So do you fly, uh, like, just sport flying or, like, 3D flying or um, I fly don't pattern? Have, I don't have any 3D planes. I don't fly pattern. I just fly yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you can actually fly around and, and, yeah. and land on the runway and do all that stuff, right? You yeah. still take it off I've never landing. landed or taken off from a runway because I fly at Dorothea Dix. There's no runway yeah, or anywhere grass, to take right? off. Yeah. yeah, it's just grass. I took the landing gears off my planes, except the timber, because my other planes are too small to take off from the Up grass. From the grass, yeah. 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 What kind of other airplanes do you have? Uh, well, I have a new Sport Cub and the Cirrus SR22T. Yeah. So the Sports Cub can't get off the grass? It's too small, and they don't always cut the grass very short. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, it's probably, the grass is probably taller. Oh, so it's it. just like uh, UM, UMX size, right? The, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, that's why. UMX. Okay, I thought it was like the other <laughs> slightly bigger one. You like those UMX ones? They're pretty I cool, mean, huh? I like bigger planes, but UMX is cool because you can fly indoors to a point. Yep, yeah, that's, what that's, we, that's what we used to do up in yeah. Alaska. Yeah, used to fly it all indoors. Yep. Well, have you ever been on a podcast before? Nope. This is your first time, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the uh, good news is when it comes out, it'll come out on Tuesday of uh, this coming week, and uh, you can turn it on your radio and hear yourself on the radio. So that's okay. good news. Well, Joey, uh, we're going to let you go. Go out there and have a good time, and uh, thanks for stopping by and uh, talking to us. Thank you. All right. All right. See you later. Well, we're still here enjoying the uh, Wings Over Springs event here in Holly Springs. We sure are. Uh, it's been a Good morning so far. We're good. Beautiful morning. Yeah, awesome. I've actually got a one or, uh, flight or two. So, uh, with us today is Nick, right? Nikolai. Nikolai. Yep, Nikolai. Nikolai. And uh, Nikolai, you were with? I'm with uh, RDRC from Raleigh, and I also do reviews for uh, RC groups and flying giants. Woo-hoo. Very, very cool. Where we are, uh, we are familiar with those guys. Uh, good friends with Jim uh, Burke, and uh, he's uh, one of our listeners as well. So, oh yeah, we uh, actually want to congratulate him because he's over at the Worlds flying his bigger. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Yeah, I think he uh, wound up sixth place in uh, the four-minute free. So That's awesome. Good for him. Well, uh, so what brings you to the event? Uh, you know, it's it's an event. It's nearby. It's like a half hour for me. So it was, it was perfect, you know, um, to, to come out and support another club and a charity at the same time. It's, it's sure. a great event. Sure, so. sure. Excellent. And uh, this your first year, second year? Um, at this event, uh-huh. uh, I've I was here at the first year, so oh, yeah. this is okay. this will be my third. Yeah, third time. Oh, very yeah, very cool. Nice. Now uh, you said you review aircraft. How does that work? So basically, uh, Horizon or whatever vendor will 
we'll let Jim T. Graham or Jason Cole mm -hmm. uh, know that they have certain products up for review, and then they'll um, they'll disseminate them down to to the group of reviewers, you know, whoever wants it or whoever they think will review it, sure. you know, best. Or right. it, some people have their own their own niche, right? right. So some has quad guys, some guys or giant exactly. scale yeah, or, yeah, yeah. or quads or something. <coughs> so and what's your niche? Um, I'm a little bit everything airplane. Everything airplane. <laughs> so, so I get the micros. I get uh, right now. I'm doing the Timber 110. Oh, okay. Nice. I was hoping to bring it out today, but um, I've got to wait for a part. So, ah, uh, there you go. But um, it's it's an amazing plane. It puts together really, really quick. Uh, it took me maybe mm, uh, a week and a half of you know a couple hours of the evening sure. for a 110 inch giant scale plane. You know, awesome. Right. But it goes together really nice. They they did a lot of nice stuff to it. Yeah. Everything comes pre-hinged. That saves a lot of time. Yeah, really? Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, we spent a lot of time hinging just this week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got a big uh, gas airplane that we were trying to put together. It's right. got a bunch of hinges. There's like five hinges per surface. Yeah. They're yep. like, I spent all night trying to put them all together. So. Yep. Well, uh, out of all the reviews, what uh, – how do you go about deciding what to say? What I mean, you know, how do you, how does that process work? Well, I try to be as transparent as I can. Um, sure. You know, the I it's basically just a process of of building it, taking close look at the instruction manual, and seeing how they want you put it together, and then finding out tips and tricks that I have learned throughout the years. Mm -hmm. you know, I've been flying it twenty five years, so you learn a lot of little little things that save you time or sure. or easier way of to course. do things. Um, so I I like to. Do it, build it according to the manual as much as I can, and then I'll, I'll add in my tips and tricks for for builds and little gotchas here and there, and then um, take pictures along the way, you know. And then we go out and fly it. I usually have Alex uh, Fredrickson. You might have seen him earlier flying the that addiction. Mm -hmm. um, he's my he's my go-to pilot for for the club, and and so he'll fly he'll fly anything that he can get his hands on. Sure. But, um, so he'll do the flying flying for me, and then I'll take the pictures and video and. And get a feel for you know how it how it flies and and kind of disseminate that into words and we'll do put I'll put together a little uh, a little review video to with some flying clips and stuff like that. But very right. cool. Very so, what's one of your worst uh, I guess reviews or at least dealing with the companies? Have you had any of those? Like you know, I've not had any really problems dealing with the companies. We I've dealt with very few. It's mainly been Horizon and and what was Hobico. Oh, okay, right. gotcha. Um, and, and you know they're they're excellent. <coughs> for for anything that you get from them, so once in a while you'll get a plane that you know will have a part that might break kind of easily and and stuff like that. But it's it's usually pretty minor stuff. I haven't had um, anything that's come through that has that like I just don't want to fly it. So right, and that's that's kind of the nice thing too is that they'll they'll since we have a group of reviewers, right? If you don't want something, you don't have to feel forced to take it. Oh, so, that makes sense. That's yeah. Group. So yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. If I didn't want to fly a, you know, wing, right, right, I <laughs> right. That's a kind if of inside joke. If you're not into warbirds or something, and they and they offer one up for review, you know, you can feel pretty good that somebody also take it. And right. of course, if nobody else will, you know, I'll I'll be happy to take it and and still review it w with with everything that I can. But uh, so you're still reviewing the 110. <laughs> so we won't talk about that one. So until your your article comes out. But what was the last one that you just reviewed? Uh, it's been a while. It's been pretty quiet. Um, the last one, well, shoot, 
Now that you ask me, I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> We've had that yeah, problem. I was say, all I can jump on our secrets right now. Right. Check it out. Right. 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 Say, my wife says it all the time. You can't remember anything. I know. Yeah. Uh, that, that happens to us all the time because we're old guys, and I just yeah can't remember if I talked to him yesterday or the day before. Right. Yeah. I did a um, I did a giant scale Spitfire that was from Phoenix Miles. That was pretty awesome. Okay. I'm, I'm doing a little a couple of tweaks to that one right now. I'm um, hoping to do it for our RDRC Warbirds event that's coming up in. Uh, Three weeks, I believe. Oh, oh good. Okay, great. Right. So that'll be that'll be. So, fun. give a quick shout out to that. Uh, give us some promotion details on the RDA. Yeah, let me let me pull up my calendar. Just make sure I tell you the right date here. I believe <laughs> I believe it's September. everybody shows up on the wrong day. Hey, where is this thing? <laughs> right. It was last weekend. Uh, August, September. We are looking at September twenty first at RDRC. It's in the northeast Raleigh area. It's okay. about a half hour from this Holly Springs field. Perfect. All right, and it's a uh, a warbird fly-in. Yep, and it's uh, one day, two days. Uh, it is Saturday only. Saturday only. Yep, and then uh, also we have a control line event on October 9th. Wow! And we're getting a lot of popularity out of that. We have yeah. a vintage fly-in earlier in the year. We get a, a lot of unique um, planes out there, and and we set up control line circles and all that too. Wow. But this one in October is going to be uh, control line only. So I think we're going to have four circles running. Wow. That would be Very really good. cool. That's really, good. I mean, it's yeah. really fun to see. And if you've yeah. never tried it, it's fun just to get it on somebody else and walk around. Well, that's actually how I got into the hobby. I, uh, I got a little one of those little cocks, uh, you know, control line ones for Christmas. Sure. When I was probably 10 years old and was so excited. My uncle was a full-scale pilot and uh, flew airliners for a living. And we went outside Christmas Day because I grew up in Houston, started it up. Took off, meow, bam, right into the curb, <laughs> shattered it, and I didn't touch the hobby for another 10 or 15 years. <laughs> so so uh, Control Line is very uh, interesting, to say the least, and uh, I think it's not something that I would pick up very well. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but I think there's a lot of guys that actually got into the hobby with Control Line. Absolutely. Way back when, that's how you did it. So yep. it was pretty fun. Yeah, we've gained quite a few members once we opened up Control Line right. flying in our field. That's interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. So, like, do you have a, a website or, or a, a page that the guys can go and check that stuff out? Uh, they can find me in RC Groups Flying Giants. They can look okay. up my name, Nikolai, and okay. they'll, they'll find me. Okay, and great. And that's, uh, that's your screen name or whatever is Nikolai? Yeah, I was. Uh, they might see some old stuff from Hornet NZ. Okay. Hornet's been my online call sign since I got online in, you know, the 90s. Um, Perfect. But then once they once I started with the review team, they changed it changed over to Nick. be my full name. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. So Nikolai over at RC Groups, look for uh, the uh, reviews mm-hmm. and uh, and anything. We got the new one coming out for the 110. So that's, uh, that's yeah. Good. If they if because um, sometimes the the reviews and stuff don't show up right away. Depends right. what page you home to, right? Right. So if you there's those circle icons on the on the top banner. Yep. If they click right, the right. left one, that's like all the that all the front page stories. Very very good. Yeah. Very good. While we uh, want to give a shout out to the uh, Raleigh Durham Radio Control uh, and give those guys a shout. We uh, hopefully will pick up some new listeners uh, as Nikolai goes back to your club and tells them all about it <laughs> being on the podcast. Uh, but have a great event up there. Enjoy the event here. We appreciate you stopping by our tent and uh, and chatting with us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, anybody in the Raleigh area, come on down to our Warbird event. We'd love to have you. Perfect. All, all right. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. All right. Let's get back to flight line. Oh yeah. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. Hey, well, we're sitting here and we're having a, a little change-up. So everybody was flying the regular planes, but there were some strange four-bladed things that were beating the hell out of the air and just buzzing around here. And we happen to have one of the experts, Roger Best. Yeah, that's me, Roger Best. 
uh, here representing uh, Raleigh Rotor Racers. It's a multi-GP chapter. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. <laughs> What's that? Raleigh Rotor Racers. Raleigh Rotor <laughs> Racers. Did I, do it? Did I do it right? Yeah. Raleigh Rotor Racers. Raleigh Rotor Racers. Oh, wow. Okay. okay. We'll leave that up to you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, could, I could do that all day. Uh, I'm also one of the leads of Fayetteville Multi-Rotor. So we're, we're sort of two, two independent chapters that we I work I could hang together. with the Fayette Multi-Rotor people. That's easier to say. Yeah, yeah. Down, down in Fayetteville. Yeah, Fayetteville. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's but, good. But uh, no, we've been. Uh, it was asked earlier how long we've been doing this, and I believe, uh, in fact, this is our third year now here yes. at Wings Over Springs. Oh, good. And and I'm really excited. This year, before they used to have us in a field like across the way, and now they've so given you, us like prime field location just off to the left of the main. Yeah, flight if line. you want to fly multi road, you got to trek across. It's about two mile hike. Just go straight that way. Right. Right. Wow. They, but not anymore, so huh? So now now they've, right. they've not told us to take a hike. They've they've given us a a great area to work with. And so so the other day, you say, hey, here's the area, and they get the Google Maps view. Bam. So I lay out the course. Uh-huh. Okay, and, and first you've got to figure out the scale, right? Uh-huh. So you're trying to use that little thing down there <laughs> to figure out the scale, right? <laughs> so, so I lay out the course, and, and, and I had forgotten. It had been a year since I'd been out here, although I lived two miles away. Uh-huh. But I lay out the course, and then I come out here and realize Google Maps, that thing is flat, okay? <laughs> now – there's a big hill, right? It's down over the hill. So I had exactly. to, like, rearrange, like, oh. all these gates. If I'm going low there, I'm going to lose video and stuff like that. So it was a, it was a neat, interesting thing, uh, building the course yesterday, uh, flying it. I, I, I flew it, and the flow was, was awesome, too awesome. I, I think we were going to do laps in less than 10 seconds. So I'm wow. like, oh, we got to fix that. Uh. So we, we, we made the... Make some adjustments so it takes longer. What's, is there, like, a sort of a minimum you have to have or something? No, there, there's no minimum, but we shoot for, like, 25-second laps. Okay. Uh, you know, that's what okay. that's what people are looking for. It stays exciting that way, yeah. You know, you, know, you don't get dizzy, right? You, right. Don't want, you don't want Bristol, Tennessee, and NASCAR. <laughs> so, you don't want it too big, you don't want it too, big too long. Um, if you have a really long course, um, pilots get upset that it kills their batteries. Oh. They're going full out. Right, and, right, right, right. And, and when you're at top of left stick, as good as the really good pilots such as Baymax and Whiplash, uh, you know, their batteries are not going to last, and they'll complain to the race director. Oh, I see. And that, that's that, you. And that, and that's yeah, you. that's you. Yeah, that's you. Yeah, that's me. Right. And I don't really want do to listen complain. to them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have this one-inch by one-inch piece of paper with this big-ass marker. Put your complaint here. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, awesome, awesome. So, like you said, you've been here from the beginning of these this type of event that they've had here. So that's like three years, right? Three, four years? Yep, yep. Oh, awesome. And, and I've been racing, drone racing. Uh, actually, we've been in, in the business of doing drone racing, not the business, but the in the hobby of drone racing since, it very be- since the very, very beginning. I have, a, I have a tiny claim to fame. I went to the International Open this year at uh, MultiGP in Muncie, Indiana, big group of things. And on our badges, there's a number. You don't okay. need no badges. Right. Oh, yeah, you got, the, you got these badges and you have these numbers. And somebody said, oh, yeah, that, that number in the badge is like the, the order of membership in multi-GP. What? And I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah. You know, and they're like, yeah, I, I'm 4,044. I'm 6,000 this and whatever because there's 15,000 members in multi-GP. That's cool. And, wow. and so – and I went – Guys, that can't be right. And they're like, yeah, no, that's what it is. You know, what's your – I was 63. Nice. <laughs> so I was like – so I, nice. I've been involved. You're like I've, an old-timer. Right. And, and so, so I've been, been enjoying it ever since, been doing race directing the entire time as well because when we're first starting off, right. that's, that's all you can do. Right. right. Yeah, cool. That's great. 
He's awesome. an old-timer. Yeah. A young-looking old-timer. Well, I know. Oh. I, I was going to say, he doesn't have it. We can't call him Gramps because yeah. he just wouldn't quite fit. <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe a little bit more gray in the beard we, or in the mustache. Did you drink coffee I, this morning? I think, I think I'm older than you guys. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not going to talk about uh, that. that. <laughs> My first digit starts with a five. Same okay, here. Well. <laughs> okay, man. So, right. so you're calling me young. You're, you guys are young. Because look what we're doing, man. We get the, we get the fly out here. It's a beautiful oh, day. Beautiful right? day. I, I started off flying RC helicopters. You know, the uh, 3D RD, yeah, stuff. Sure, you know, now, yeah. now, not nearly the smack I saw going out yeah, that, out there. Man. I, I could do aggressive sport flying. Okay. Right? I could do inverted. Yeah, right? sure. do, some, do a little TikTok here and yeah. there. But not, not this crazy stuff these guys are doing. And then... And then, why am I seeing these fixed-winged airplanes trying to act like they're quads and hovering around? <laughs> what, what, what? They need more props. You can't do that with one prop. Right? Oh, uh, evidently, God. you can. What's that? Yeah. Evidently, you can. I've seen it done. Those guys are absolutely, absolutely yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. It's yeah, it it's is. insane it's what's true. happened to the hobby. So, well, even in your sport, I mean, in the past five years, things have changed from the styles, oh. the, I mean, the batteries. To well, everything. it used to be like, you know, it cost you six, eight hundred bucks to get a quad, and now you could probably get into it, what, for like three hundred? Yeah, I mean, you could get your quad and stuff for three hundred, but the really the budget, if, if you have somebody who has no no drone racing stuff at all, and they say, I want to get into drone, ra- drone racing, it's actually not that bad, depending on who you are. $1,000. Okay. And, and for, I mean, you know, that sounds well, like, I mean, a lot that, of that's, a huge dump, that's a huge number, but that 1000 that gets you everything. And you have competitive equipment. You have yeah. batteries, yeah, chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Just, right. a, just a transmitter alone is $200, $300. Yeah, I sure. Mean, just, to get a, just to get a decent transmitter, right. you're spending three or $400 on goggles. Right. So that, that $1,000 budget got, got chewed up right. a lot I would by. Think, I would think that your goggles are the most important, right? The goggles are extremely important, and they're getting better all the time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I happen to run a brand called Fat Shark Goggles. Uh-huh. Uh, they tend to be uh, an industry leader. And uh, so I'm running Fat Shark goggles with a Furious True D receiver module. The receiver modules have been improving. Yeah, that's uh, true. that's the biggest thing that I've seen just with the modules. Yeah, I mean but, that's awesome. And uh, but what's so funny though is is uh, the number one thing that helped video because I've been around forever, right? I remember video in the first early days, 600 milliwatts we were running, man. And then we like, oh, it's you know we figured out that we couldn't fly with friends. So then we like, because <laughs> you just drowned each other out. Yeah. So then we're like, okay, we need to go down to like 400. No, okay, all races, everybody has to have 200 milliwatts. Wow. And we still struggled. And, and, and people be like, yeah, that's not enough wattage. It's not enough wattage. <laughs> and, and that's where about three, three years ago, you know, people like IB Crazy, and, and yes. these, these are names that, that we all know and love, IB Crazy and Trappy from TBS, you know, they're like, they're experts in this field. And, and, and Alex, it's like, dudes. Dudes, you're pushing way too many, way too much wattage. He goes, do this. Go to 25 milliwatts. Some of us went, go lower to get better video. What do you mean, go that's, lower? To that's get un-American, right? <laughs> <laughs> right? So anyway, lower wattage. All of us at 25 milliwatts. We can fly eight up. Pilot eight pilots at, at, a, well, yeah, at one would. time, yeah. and we're not trampling on each other. Yeah, exactly. And for the for the distances of drone racing, it works yeah, out great. It's so close. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. You're going. You're only a thousand, two thousand feet away. Yeah, max. I'm not yeah. trying to do you know two kilometers. Yeah, right. Yeah, going right. over the horizon. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, it's a huge it's a huge amount of fun. Yeah, right. good. How many guys do you have out over the So we, we had a little bit of light turnout. I think there's a couple global qualifiers going on. This is the last week of global qualifying, and I think that's held down my turnout. I think we've only got 12 pilots out there now. That leaves two at six up. Okay. Um, but uh, so we've been going back to back. Uh, right now, the 
the children are playing unattended because mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, whoa. <laughs> so we should probably so, uh, let that go uh, on for too long. Right, we can't, we can't let that go. But. Well, it looks like you're getting a good crowd over there. I mean, now that the people are coming in, it's about, uh, I don't know, 11 o'clock or so, and and I just noticed that, you know, the, as the people are coming by and they're seeing there, and then they hear the whoosh, 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 when you guys do the race, and then they all migrate yeah. down there and they're yeah, all looking. And, and we're going to try to make sure we announce when they're doing it because racing don't last long, right? We're doing yeah. two minutes. Right. Yeah. Right? right. So if they, like, hear the woo-woo and head over. It's already over. They're like, yeah, we're done. But just wait around. We'll get going again. Oh, because, good. But with only two groups back-to-back, uh, you know, we're trying to keep things, keep things moving along. Yeah, good. Well, I noticed that you also got uh, you have some other goggles that are just – over there where people can get a ride. So I think uh, some of the other pilots have brought their spare goggles. Um, I have a little tiny monitor. Um, our, our lodge monitor failed on us this morning, so I, I don't have my, my big monitor that has the four-way so you can see four pilots. That's cool. But but don't have that. But got got the small monitor. We've got some extra goggles so people can, can ride along. That's very important. Yeah, it's fun. We, we were over there doing that. It was, it was good. And, uh, yeah, that's and very important that they get the crowd into that, that they can actually sit there and watch. What, I mean, they can right? see what you're doing yeah. by, by looking at it, but once again, being up in the front seat, you yeah. know, that's just amazing for and, some you know, and, people. And people get a chance to see that on TV now. Have you, yeah. have you guys yeah, seen right. DRL, the stuff on, on, that ESPN is uh, doing? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. But. And, and NBC Sports. And, I mean, so now they're showing drone racing with post-production. And, and here's, what's, here's what's interesting. I was uh, a guy, um, Wild Willie. Had, did a little interview on a podcast similar to this, and he was talking about DRL and the DRL racers, and they've actually slowed them down. So we're actually racing faster drones here at this field. Our normal five-inch racers are actually technically faster than the ones on TV. Huh. And one reason huh. for that was... It, the it, cameraman couldn't keep up. It's cameramen and even the audience, because you know the, the, the elite-level pilots, and we have a couple elite-level pilots over there, like Baymax. I mean... They go so fast that, like, the average human brain can't figure it out. It's like these, the gamer community, yeah, they'd probably be able to see right, it. Right, right. But the average guy whose first digit is a four or higher. <laughs> <laughs> That's too funny. Well, we, 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 we see that blur going by. So, so it's funny. They actually slow down the drones, huh. you know, have everything all lit up, great post-production. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. If uh, if uh, some of our listeners wanted to, you know, wanted to get into this, do you guys have a website or you guys have a, you know. So what you want to do is uh, it, it, the number one place to go to, because and this goes nationwide, wherever you are, and actually even worldwide, go to multigp.com. There you go, folks. But multigp.com, find a chapter near you. Okay, because they have a map of where the chapters are. You can click and find the chapter, and now you'll be able to see when they're scheduling races. Right. Look at that chapter. Now, take that chapter name, go into Facebook and find it. Almost uh, every chapter has, oh, has, nice. a, has a Facebook Good group. So, so, for example, Raleigh Rotor Racers Facebook group, Fayetteville mm-hmm. Malta Rotor Facebook group. Locally here, there's RDU FPV, a group I founded long before racing even existed. Oh, okay, okay so, great. And we fly Oops. out of Dick's Field here in downtown Raleigh. Cool. Uh, uh, so, so that's definitely search Facebook, but start with MultiGP because that gets you anywhere in the world. Find a local chapter. Go to Facebook. Find that. Talk to the guys because we love new pilots. It, All right. It, you know, the kids come in and, and kick our butts. All right. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Cool. That's awesome to hear. Okay. Well, we're going to let you go back and you know monitor the kids. We don't want anybody missing a finger or you know, <laughs> anything like that. We so know what that's like, don't we, Jay? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> I, I got most of it. We grew back. So, anyway, <laughs> pleasure taking some out of your time to speak with us. Thank, Thank you, you very much for coming yeah, out. Yeah, thanks a lot, Roger. Thank Appreciate you. It. Yeah. All right.
Welcome back, everybody. We're here with Mr. John Youngblood, the lucky winner of the big prize for today. Yeah, the grand prize winner. That's actually. right. Grand prize. Grand, grand prize winner <laughs> of a, of a yak, yak 55, right? Yak 55. Yak 55. Yeah, and it's not a small yak. Either. No, no, no. Yeah, I saw you trying to get it in your truck. <laughs> oh, it, it'll fit in the truck, but will it fit where I live? The problem ah, is I'm living on the sides, but I'll, I'll have to figure it out. Yeah, so, where to put somehow it. that didn't seem to be a big concern. <laughs> oh, me t- oh, no, no, no. Take, taking it out you of here. You didn't seem too worried about like, what happens oh, when no. you get it to the house. Oh, no, no. You'll find some room for That's it. That's funny. Oh, absolutely. I don't oh. care if I have to store it in the bathtub in the, in the condo I live in. There you <laughs> go. And then well, take can, it out. You can always stand it up on his nose, lean it against the wall. It should be a Absolutely. Nice oh, wow. Well, John, can you tell us a little about yourself? I mean, yeah, you know. I'm, I'm I'm out here flying, and I'm I'm actually representing the uh, JCAC out of Johnson County over on Galileo Road. Oh, and nice. I just want to throw a couple of quick plugs. Number one, uh, right, you know, absolutely. when I first got here, I was flying someplace that I kind of didn't like, and then they saw the saw on the Facebook, and and Dan Dan West, the president, said, "Why don't you come out and fly with us?" So I drove the 45 miles from where I live out there, and you know what? I'm a JCAC club member. Nice. And I like the go. club. The people's nice. The, 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 where we fly is a nice field. And we actually got our fun fly coming up October 19th. Uh-huh. It's October 19th, right, Steve? October 19th, right? Yeah, it's October 19th. We'll be there. JCAC. Yeah, JCAC, it'll be October 19th. If not, and uh, we're going to have a, it's going to be everything. It's going to be prizes and donations, and we're just going to have a lot of fun out there, and that's what we're going to. Do, do you uh, have a webpage? Or, uh, we have a, yeah, it's JCAC uh, Johnson County Air Remodelers Club, and it's on Facebook, and okay. you can look it up, and you'll probably see lots of pictures of me and Steve and everybody else out there taking okay. pictures so, a lot. Okay, so folks, cool. go, go ahead, just in case you got the, the date wrong, just go to their Facebook page. And you'll have the correct date. And Absolutely. Yeah, so me, I, I've, been, I've been flying since the early 70s. Wow, when they had tubes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? <laughs> That's, that was a good dig. <laughs> and uh, I, I started flying when I went to, uh, I was in the military. I was active duty the Air Force. I went to Germany, and I, I was 70, it was in Dover, Delaware, my first place, and mm-hmm. it was in 1974. I ended up getting an assignment to Germany in 76, and I was driving by this field and saw them flying. And I had flown a little bit in the United States and didn't do anything, but when I got to Germany, it was, seemed like something I could do, and the German told me, come on over, and I flew. And been flying ever since. I took a, took a little break in between mm-hmm. uh, because I'm a gas and power guy all the way, sure, right. you know. And uh, my AMA number says it all. It's 39619, and that's a very low number. <laughs> right. so and I was lucky. You know, there's a story behind how I got that number back because uh, about three – I've been in North Carolina a couple of years. And uh, what happened was I, I retired from the military, went to work for Yosemite National Park in California as an IT specialist. Mm-hmm. And then I left there to come to North Carolina for a job and also for, uh, for my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And um, the job was working with developmentally disabled and handicapped children and adults called Bridge to Sports. I'm happening. I'm actually an amputee veteran, so you know, naturally that was a good job for me. Sure. And and then you know, woke up one morning and realized, you know, I've been working six, seven days a week, weekends on call, and you wake up and realize that it's time to play. Right. So I just retired for the third time, so I'm done. So now I fly and play. But anyway, that's a little quick history of my life. But let me tell you how I got my number. That was funny because when I decided to get my number back was Robert, my friend in California. Mm-hmm. Now, you th- we got the wide open spaces here. Sure, right? sure. You got every place to make an error, and, and you ain't got a problem with The only thing you have a problem with is they fly back here. Right. right. Uh-uh. In Mariposa, California, 
Robert says, yeah, come on out and fly, John. Okay, fine. I meet him out. We're in a high school football field. <laughs> now, high school football field, mind you, on this side, after you take off, you got trees and wires. On this side, you got poles and signs. Right. Robert, let me tell you what. He could take any plane out here, and he will fly it within the confines of that football field, within the confines of the Goal upright, right. and not touch one of them, take off and land, and you will not believe it. So I learned to fly in a restricted area, which was electrics, which was my first indoctrination right. in right. electrics. So they were park flyers. Basically, the biggest size I have is a 54-inch um, Edge 540, oh, nice. which I was going to bring out here, but I left it at home. Right. I Good thing, because then you Yeah, because then you won. I'd have been in trouble. <laughs> I'd have let one of the other guys take it Yeah, you've been selling home. that one. Okay, this one's yeah. for sale. Yeah, I would say, okay, you can have the timber. I just bought it three weeks right. ago and built it two exactly. weeks ago. So, um, so I, I, I live in a condo, and my girlfriend says, you, well, that's your room. Your planes are in storage. They don't need to be there, right. so bring them out. So if you if you look at my house, I got three walls in a closet. That's just there's two walls. Pa- there's two on the wall with the television. There's one hanging off of the <laughs> window on one of those tree planters. Right. Right. Another one hanging off this one with a tree planter, <laughs> and then there's three in back of me. So I have my my extra three hundred. I have my 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 steering bike. I have my little quick stick, and then I have my my uh, leader 400, and I have my Edge 540, I have my, and I'm going around the room, right. on the wall, and then I have my T28. One, two. Now, on the floor, out of the way, I have my Convergence, mm-hmm. and then I have my, my Timber. So, as, you're seeing, so as you can see, um, the, it's my room, and that's right, the best right, I can right. do. It's, a, it's your so hanger, actually. Yeah, so now, I hate to tell you this, all the way home, I have to figure out <laughs> how to put that one in. Where to put this one in? Nice. And I, I it, it'll probably go for now. The dining room. My shower. <laughs> <laughs> it'll go in my shower uh, for now, and, and then move it out and move That's it in. <laughs> but, you know, but yeah, I've been I've been in the hobby for years, yes. and uh, Steve Steve's been my guidance a lot. He, I, me and Steve fly out together, so I even though I've been in it in a while. You get a little rusty. Sure. The you older do. you get, the rusty you get. Absolutely. So Steve, so he's just right there. My Steve, my man. He uh, he he keeps an eye on me when I'm out there, and I talk to him when we work things out and work airplanes out. And actually, he's going to be the first one to fly that fifty yak fifty five M. Congratulations! Congratulations! Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're going to be the first one to fly that yak. I'm going to let you fly. He's that, I will. I'm going to give that to him to fly first because uh, I trust Steve, and and he will get it ready for me. Sure. Because I'm still in the stages since I haven't flown in like two years. Right. I'm still in three years. I'm still in the stages of you know leveling out my planes, getting yeah. them comfortable. Sure. Like it took me. Uh, like a, a while to get my edge to where I like it. My little ultra mini stick, pff, you can turn, close your eyes and throw it and fly it, and that's all ready to go. Right, right. And, and, you know, my T28, that thing flies so sweet now. So it, so I've been doing it a while, and I have no, no problem at all. You know, with it. it's fun. And, you know, it, it, I want to I make a positive note on being a disabled, disabled, mm-hmm. uh, amputee veteran. Mm-hmm. I, I don't have a right leg for the adults that want to know, I will tell them I don't have a right leg, but I have a prosthetic on there. Problem is, is that I don't know what's on there. The only right. time I know it is if I trip over a rope right. <laughs> <laughs> or I trip over a sign. Yeah. yeah, or I trip over a sign. But, but otherwise, I'm, I'm there to say that you can still, we still do stuff. We want to do stuff because sure. it's all about getting your quality of life back. And this is something that I did and loved for years and years and years. And Robert, I, can, I always thank Robert, too. 
told me, well, get on out here. Right. And he helped me get my first few planes in electric. He told me all about electrics, the charging, the batteries. And he told me all about this stuff to get back into electrics again. And I can, and, and, and at first he could say I was appreh- apprehensive. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not because of my posture. I'm working it and right, walking sure, and stuff. Sure. So the idea is, is, is this hobby actually got me, gave me something back. Right. It's always been in me. But thanks to Robert, it's given me a, an enlightenment. And, and that's the only way I can tell you. I, I love this hobby. I have wow. fun. That's fantastic. Now, is this your first time here at uh, Holly Springs? Yes, Holly Springs, Springs here is another story about that. There was a battle on Facebook. Oh, when they found out I was looking for a place to fly. Oh, (laughs) and Holly Springs is only 30 miles from me, and (laughs) JCAC is 45 minutes from me. And uh, Dan kind of won the battle (laughs) because I go out there and it's a really nice field. But it it is my first time here, and and it's really nice out here. Um, We we have a grass runway 600 by 100 field, and it's a really nice place we fly at. We mow the place ourselves, we do the work ourselves, and and it it means a lot to us when we do it because we, and also the, the landowner. It shows we care about the property. Sure, sure, you sure. See? absolutely. And, and that's important. Now, you and I know both know nowadays when you have a flying field and you're on somebody's land, it shows important. It shows um, a respect, right? That you're taking care of it. And when he comes out there to look around on his own, he's, he doesn't see it all grown up grass and weeds and right. stuff. He sees it manicured and cut and looking nice and no trash. Right. Yep. Absolutely. And, and that's kind of important to other people out there that's trying to get flying sites to let them know that's what they need to do. Right. If they make a deal with a landowner, you, you, you got to keep keep to that deal so you can keep your field. Sure. You see, so you can keep your field. And I've met the landowner many times, really nice guy, and he enjoys watching us fly out there. He calls them those expensive airplanes. <laughs> you know? It's an expensive hobby. Yeah, yeah expensive hobby, you know. Yeah. No owning a boat's expensive. Yeah, exactly. So well, the day uh, you get rid of it. Yeah, the day you, the day you get rid of it. That's the, that's the best, you know. That's best two days when you buy it, when you we, sell it. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what I was told. But, yeah, I, uh, so, yeah, I came out with a couple of planes, and uh, uh, it, it, it's, I've met a lot of good people. Good. Yeah. And, you know, I, I have a convergence, like I said. Yeah. I hover the convergence. Steve's flown it once, says he hates it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've, I've flown it a couple times, and, and all I can tell you is, is, is just to hold on whenever you If you want to buy a convergence, make sure you set it up according to the book. Right. And when you convert from hover to from drone to straight flight, hold on and be ready to, to, to think ahead of where you're going because right. that thing. It definitely goes. Oh, yeah. it goes like a. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually uh, I haven't flown one, but I've been at the field spotting for a guy that had one, and it, it was uh, it's pretty amazing little airplane. It's you can see it was a little bit of a handful though. Yeah, when it drops to, it goes, right. and it's like it's that, it's like it's hitting the turbines, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 it, and it sits for a second, and then it's gone, and then right. you're wondering where it went, <laughs> and you're turning before you realize you you've missed the straightaway, and you're right. already turning. That's wow. So, so yeah, so I decided to punish myself and get one of those. <laughs> But well, we know how that is. Both Jay and I have uh, a whole house full of airplanes, so we uh, we feel your pain as far as every yeah, time but we get. I, I, so far, I haven't. He's got me beat. Yeah, I yeah. haven't. I don't have to. You know, I got to take a shower and got to take my planes out. It hasn't right, gotten exactly. that bad. But but you know <laughs> what I want to do before I leave too is I want to get Steven, who's been doing the 3D, and you need to talk to him about out at the field. Yeah, he purposely walks to the edge where the grass is deep. No. Low. 
Oh, low, low, low. Okay. And he cuts it with his props. Oh, I see. And he comes back, and to prove it, you can see the green marks all over his prop. Yeah. So, uh, I, yeah, I just did that to his his EDF. Yeah, I flew EDF. it so low, I, I ripped all the weeds out of the ground, and yeah. it was all over the yeah, top. Yeah, they're all in the intake, you know. Right? <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> they're all on the top. So, of yeah, I, I'm, yeah, so after getting in here, yeah, he'll sure, talk about the JCAC. He's, yeah. he's a JCA club member. And oh, like okay. I said, we have a good club, a bunch of people. We have our flying, our fun, our fun fly competition, whatever we're going to have right. on October 19th, right. you go to our website, JCAC, Johnson County Aero Models Club. You can't miss it. You'll see pictures of me. You'll see pictures of Steve. You'll see pictures of Ellis, the mascot. I got gotcha. you. All right. And make sure you put a like on Ellis. <laughs> You've been here by order to put a like on Ellis and put a share, please. There you go. Or well, Ellis will know he is not stupid. <laughs> Trust me. That's hilarious. <laughs> will do. That's awesome. Well, John, I really appreciate you taking yeah. a couple minutes out to Thanks speak with us. Thanks for stopping by. And, uh, oh, congratulations. Congratulations yeah. once again for, yeah, for winning. Yeah, it was funny. Like I said, she told me I was going to win. And, and she that said, is pretty Because I went in and I went in and I bought just one pack. Just she one. To, she really? told me, and I said, "Give me another pack, please." Nice. She looked at me, circled, and said, "You're gonna win." <laughs> <laughs> That's what she said. I won. There you go. There Can't you go. go wrong. Well, listen, we appreciate right. your service and uh, and the work that you do with your club and with uh, the other, um, you know, people that uh, are wanting to fly. And Absolutely. Uh, we can actually get Steve on and uh, talk to him. For yeah, a talk bit. to Steve. Grab Steve, and we'll do it. And he'll we'll probably do. do some digs and stuff. He's and saying, I appreciate he's this. He's like making faces and going, uh, "No, no." Oh yeah, I'm me, sorry. Steve's got to talk. Steve, you got to come talk <laughs> now. He looks a little shy. Uh, who cares? No, he's not. Tell him he's uh, pretend he's trying to tell him he's pretending to fly his helicopter and he'll be okay. Gotcha. Not a problem. Yeah, tell him Is he gonna make a wop wop noise the whole time while he's doing that? <laughs> yeah. That, that, that won't translate very well. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I appreciate cool. that. Thank you very much for joining us on the Park Fire Podcast. Yes, sir. All right, Thanks, back sir. out to the flight plan with you. Thank you, sir. Absolutely. All right. Uh, well, John was funny, and uh, he actually uh, coerced Steve into having a seat, and he's going to talk about uh, a little bit about your club, right? So, tell us a little bit about the club and what you guys do over there and how you kind of interact with John there. <laughs> All right, so I'll start off with, like, how I actually found the club myself. Sure. Uh, I moved out that area about 20 years ago, and the first time I went to the club, it was a bunch of stuck-up old people out there. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a simple way of putting it. I'm flying 3D helis, and, like, 20 years ago. Oh, was, they, they didn't, yeah, they they didn't, didn't like, like you. They didn't like you. It, it was like <laughs> I can already tell that. fly at a certain time of the day, and, yeah. you know, you have to walk out 20 feet in the middle of the runway when you fly. Sure. And uh, it was, uh, I don't know, maybe six months ago, I was out with my dog, Ellis, and we're riding around in my Jeep, and I decided I was going to join a club again. And we went to five different flying fields that day. Just wow. out riding, didn't take anything to fly, just, you know, tops off the deep Jeep, just riding around. And I uh, came up on JCAC, and it's like, man, this is, this is what an old flying field is supposed to be. Good. Mm-hmm. It's way back in the cut. There's no traffic. Right. It's a nice grass field. Um, they got electricity, shade. I mean, grill out there, it's, it's a real nice field. Yeah. Um, and I just can't say enough about it. The The club had pretty much died out, um, talking to the older members, and they had just, you know, people stopped coming, nothing new, you know. And I joined, John joined about the time I joined. And since then, I think we've had 10 new members wow. in the past few months. And then everybody sees, you know, the growth coming. I'm out there like, you know, four or five times a week. It's sure. about 30 minutes drive from me, but – you know, get off work, go home, grab an airplane, helicopter, and right. go fly. Um, and it's just crazy how the, the club is growing, you know, and there's always somebody out there, and it's no politics. That's um, good. That's good. I yeah. mean, and the politics come up a little bit, and that's the first thing we start stomping down. It's like, no, nope, we're out here to have fun, you know. Right. It's, it's a like, hobby. 
and, and that is it. That's I right. mean, it's, it's not a full time job. It's boys out there with their toys. Yeah, and it's uh, you know improving your skills sure. and learning how to do new things and like your friends. Right. Um, because like I, it's cool. I've got I've been flying since I was twelve, so. It's nice. cool seeing people like uh, David Hogue. He's a member out there, and I've known him for 20-plus years. Right. Wow. Um, Robert Vest was out here earlier, and he, he shows up every once in a while, and we talk him into it. Um, but it's a real good group of guys, and we're having our first fun fly uh, October 19th, I'm pretty sure is the date. Yep. Um, and it's going to be pretty much just a fun fly. Bring anything you want to fly. The cooler it is, the better. Um, we'll have foamies, helicopters, uh, food. A nice. real informal event. Excellent. Um, if it's 10 people, we'll have a blast. If it's 100 people, we'll figure out how to make it work. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's really exciting that, uh, you know, you guys from another club are able to come out here and support, uh, you know, Holly Springs Radio Control Society's event as well. So I know it's uh, you guys are kind of stuck in the middle, but it's really neat to see other clubs, you know, come out and participate. Right, and working together. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, I, not, that I, not that our club area where I live is, you know, any kind of challenge, but it – you know, if it's a lot of times somebody will have an event. Somebody else will do the same event to draw the people over. Oh, our event's better. But right. it's good to see that you guys are, you know, kind of working together and at least trying to get people involved in the hobby. And yep. that's why we do what we do is to get people uh, excited about it. And and so, uh, yeah, we'll, you know, tell your club members that we're out there and uh, they can hear you on the podcast. Yep. So it. something else to say about John, though. Uh, so he took it upon himself to go out and buy the club trainer. I mean, really? I think it was just his excuse to go buy a new airplane. <laughs> sure. But he went out. He went out and bought a Timber X just for the club trainer. That's cool. And he has volunteered. I'm one of them also, but one of the like AMA sanctioned well, instructor pilots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and when I heard him win, you know, it's like if there's not a person more deserving for this, I don't know of anybody else. That's Excellent. Good. Well, that's good. Well, it was kind of we played a big joke on everybody, and uh, Jay when he drew the thing called my number. Oh, okay, that's, that's how, why that's everybody what, was laughing because I was okay. like, "Woo, I won!" And, <laughs> and of course, we got the whole uh, shen- that's a bunch of shenanigans look from uh, from the president <laughs> and uh, from Doug. As he is uh, even saying, he's like, "Man, if it was like just two numbers off, yeah, you know, exactly." It, it, and it was because I saw when it was pulled out was number forty-seven. So yeah, we we're excited about it too, even though we pulled a practical joke on Doug and the guys. Oh yeah, Very it was a good cool. one though. So, but yeah, it's fantastic that you're out here and uh, you're flying. You say you brought some stuff to fly? Yeah, I was. I did the noon demo out here, oh, the heli noon demo. Oh, that was you. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, we didn't see who was on the line. We, we saw the saw, demo. We just saw the demo, yeah. Yeah, so I was the one in the middle with the, the Goblin 500. Yep. Oh, yep. nice. Um, Jay Treadway was out there. He's uh, He was the one on the right. He right. flies at uh, RC Helis only. Gotcha. They're a heli only field. I think they're in a uh, – it's like 45 minutes away. I can't remember the name of the right, town. Right. But they're RC Heli only on uh, Facebook. Sure. And they've got a great field out there for helis only. I've flown an airplane out there, but I kind of got – it's really tight for airplanes. <laughs> I'm spoiled with the JCAC. It's big, right, flat, big. wide open. Can't nice. go wrong with that. Um, yeah. And it's a nice so, field out here, too. I've seen yeah. the, the regular field, but yeah. same it's thing. It's a nice it's, place. We're, it, we're excited to be here. It's uh, been a really good event. Yep. We like it. Well, cool. So, Thanks for having me on. Thank you very much. Yeah. yeah. Tell everybody. Do a little at, bit uh, of flying here in a little yeah, bit. Absolutely. We'll get back out on the flight line. Cool. Steve, good thanks. Yeah. Appreciate it. Well, welcome back to the podcast. Uh, I'm here with Jay. Man, it's uh, the day is uh, going by fast. I can't believe we've uh, already spent an hour. Dude, our time podcast. is <laughs> our time is just getting sucked up. There's so much stuff going on here. I know, right? Where everybody's having a great time. These are great folks. I I can't wait for the rest of the day. I mean, this is awesome. Yeah. We have so many more people to talk to and things to do. 
and planes to fly. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. Yeah. So that's uh, that's good. We um, I think we're going to go out and fly the fun racer again, and uh, yep. the uh, noontime show is just kind of winding down. So uh, and that was pretty incredible. Yeah, right? that was amazing. Helicopters and airplanes, flyover, flyover. Exactly. Uh, uh, earlier in the day, that was kind of neat too. So. Well, uh, we appreciate John and Steve stopping by. And, exactly. Uh, you know, hard to believe, but uh, our hour's up for this uh, this week. Yep. Our and hour uh, is up, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, sorry, folks, you're going to have to wait another two weeks to find out what happened. <laughs> did, it, did it end successfully, or did it just come down and crash and burn? That's who knows? Who knows? Well, we uh, appreciate you joining us for this segment of uh, Wings Over Spring. Stay tuned. Two weeks, we'll uh, finish out our podcast. But for now, I'm Michael from Arizona. And I'm Jay from the Hills of Texas. We'll see you in two weeks. Let's fly. You have been listening to the Park Flyer Podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to your next visit. Please give our show a star rating and review. And feel free to email us your questions, topics, or suggestions to heartflyerpodcast at gmail.com. 